We are rocking today on the Growing Boulder Radio Show. And you know, folks, there is no question that in our youth, music plays a very important role. In fact, being in a rock band is something that almost everyone has fantasized about. I was Neil Young, Bob Dylan, and Peter Townsend all rolled into one. You bill. know, why does that go away when we become an adult? You know, why, why can't you hang on to that just because we get a little older? Maybe, Mark. Maybe what we need is an example, a little bit of inspiration. So get this. By day, our next guest is a pillar of the community, <laughs> a respected vascular surgeon, but by night, lock up your daughters, because this guy <laughs> swaps his scalpel for a Stratocaster and hits the stage. Folks, put your hands together for Dr. Robert Winters. Hey, Doc. Hi, how are you? Oh, man, what a, what a combination, a doctor and a rock star? That can't happen. Well, it, it sort of happened um, by, a, by a number of serendipitous uh, contacts that I made. Uh, See, there's the first thing. Rock stars don't use words like serendipitous. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I ran into this dude one day. There you go. Yeah. Um, actually, was a colleague of mine uh, by the name of Mark Schwartz, who's a great eye surgeon here in town, and he's a fantastic drummer. And he was needling me to get out and play guitar and 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 join a join him in a band and so forth and so on and of course i said no that's you know i can't do that uh i've got too much going on in my professional life and family and so forth and so on and will look ridiculous being 50 something years old playing guitars and he said don't no no don't be crazy come on out and so long story short six years have passed and the band is still together good for him and good for you and at the top of the show robbie we uh we said the name of your band was running with scissors where did you get that name and what exactly does it mean to you well it's an expression we use for doing something that you're not supposed to do i mean you know everybody was told by their mom when they were a little kid don't run with scissors in your hand so uh, running with scissors is sort of a, a contradiction you know by day we're Stayed members of the community, and, and we all have normal jobs and and so forth and so on. And then we're doing this little bit of taboo stuff when we're playing in the rock and roll band, although there are certainly things we could do that would be a lot more taboo than playing music. Yeah. You know, but that contradiction goes even further than, than just you deciding to do it. What about the people in your life? What about your wife or your kids or your friends? What do they think of, you know, the, the doc uh, d- doing this at night? Well, it's funny. The original name that I thought of for the band was Other People's Parents, <laughs> because I figured if my kids ever saw me in public doing this, they would wish that I were other people's parents. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, my wife is is very supportive. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing it at all. And it, it is a commitment. It takes a little time away from the family, but we try not to... Uh, uh, do too much in the way of uh, playing publicly. We try to average about once a month, maybe twice a month, and balance that with other things. Now, you have to remember that I don't go out and play golf, you know, four to eight hours every weekend. So this is my hobby. This is the the free time that I take, you know, to do something for myself. And it's a great stress reliever. We have a great time doing it. Tell us about your audience, Doc. What, what kind of people show up? I understand that uh, it's been described as multi-generational. What songs do you play that, that seem to resonate with both grandparents and grandkids? Is there such a thing? You know, most of what we play is considered classic rock, tunes from the 70s, 80s. We play a little surf music from the 60s. We play some modern stuff from the current century, believe it or not. But the majority of what we play is is what you would call classic rock and roll. 
And just to give you an example of how it's received by the different generations, we were asked by a colleague of mine to play at his daughter's wedding. And this is a group of uh, kids, well, we call them kids, they're adults, but they're in their mid-20s, all very, very well-educated young people, I mean, top-notch, all Ivy League kids and so forth. And I said, why would you want us to play (laughs) this old rock and roll at a wedding for people in their mid-20s? And I was told that this is what people are really into now. This is what they're listening to. And I have to tell you, we got the greatest reception. Those kids were up dancing from the first note until the last. Dad had to uh, extend the uh, rental of the country club for another hour because they wouldn't let us stop. They were having so much fun. Hey, does it ever uh, does it ever scare your patients, you know, wondering if you're going to go Ozzy Osbourne on them or something? You know, the funny, I've gotten the greatest reception from my patients. A lot of people have come in to the office with copies of a magazine article that we were in um, or a newspaper article or something like that, and they think that it's terrific. Yeah, but you know, the image, Rob, is that you're out till 2 in the morning getting bombed and you walk in hungover at 8 in the morning to do surgery on whoever. Well, you know, we work the schedule out so that you never operate the day after a gig. <laughs> Not the answer we to, expected. We, we also try to never drink when we play because, the, you know, there's a big fallacy about rock and rollers and drugs and drinking and this, that, and the other thing. The fact of the matter is, if you drink, you might think you sound good, but in fact, you, you're doing terribly. Uh-huh. Yeah, but ha- having said that, though, would you let a surgeon operate on you if you knew he was a rock star? Sure. <laughs> Yeah, as long as he didn't mix the two. What is the message here? Obviously, the audience likes it. It's great for you. What would you say to other people that that have the maybe the ability, but but not necessarily the nerve to try to recapture something that they they dreamt of years ago? Well, I'd tell them first of all, it's never too late to start. I really had put down my musical instruments for many many years, all through my education and training period, and and most of the time that I've been in practice, I didn't do any of this and uh, it was just sort of started up again on a whim but the fact is it's never too late if it's really something you enjoy and really something that you want to do put the time in get your feet wet and, and start over if you will do you feel like a 50 year old out there doc while you're doing it or does the music take you back and are you, are you back in college again it definitely takes you back I feel great when I'm up there doing it if the audience is having fun and the band the other band members are having fun it's uh, it's a tremendously energetic experience. You know, I'm sure you get hit with this a lot, too. Do you get people that's, that, that look at, you know, any guy in midlife who maybe, you know, buys a, a, a red sports car or a convertible or whatever, they, they say, oh, look at him, he's going through his second childhood. But, but that's, kinda, that's kind of an ageist way to look at it, isn't it? I mean, you don't feel like you're going through another childhood here, do you? Hey, if we are, so what? We're having a great time. I mean, you know, people can call this a second childhood or a midlife crisis, which was another possible name for the band, by the way. <laughs> I thought midlife crisis would have been a good name. But um, <laughs> you can tag, you can put tags and labels on things, but the fact of the matter is we're enjoying it, and we've gotten a pretty good reception, and people seem to enjoy what we're doing up there. So, you know, it, it's a good thing all around. All right, Dr. Robert Winter, we want folks to go to your website uh, if they're interested in, in seeing some pictures. We're looking at a picture of you right now with your with your lead guitar in your hand. It's called uh, com. Uh, is there a song you most like to play? Oh, one of my favorites is uh, 
Hold On Loosely by 38 Special. Yep, yep. And, and favorite groups also fall into that genre? Uh, most of my favorite groups are, uh, we have so many, I hate to even name a few, but uh, the Southern Rock groups like 38 Special, Almond Brothers, mm. Leonard Skinner, of course, those are great ones. Well, you, you the man, Doc. We're going to check the website to find out where you're playing, Dr. Robert Winter. How about that guy? Isn't that great to have oh, him on here? Fabulous. And Thank you. I'm also going to make sure I schedule him for my next vascular surgery. All right, coming up next, you frustrated by medical mumbo-jumbo? Well, do you wonder why you can't get clear, understandable advice? because your doctor's out playing in a rock band. <laughs> no, that's good. I'd like my doctor to play in a rock band. If he's listening, get out there. We're going to ask America's most trusted pharmacist next. 